How about uh, having the uh, AC on in October, huh? Oh, yeah. Straight up bullshit. I turned Although, mine on last night. I would like to um, get that electric bill down a little bit. <laughs> so oh, yeah. I don't yeah. mind. But, yeah, it was nice having some 60-degree days for, like, a week. But now it's in the mid-80s, and what are you going to do about it? I, I just... I had to get my uh, the the air conditioner in one of my cars, like the exhaust hose got messed up somehow. So hmm. all of the water was coming in on the floorboards, Ew. and I'd be driving, and then like if I turned, you'd hear like water sloshing. I'm like, what the fuck is that? I have no idea how long it was going on for. But yesterday I was able to take it in to get it fixed. But as soon as I got in the car, like no air was coming out. Mm. So it was a 90 degree day mm-hmm. in October, sweating to death drive into the dealership to get it taken care of. And I refuse to roll down your windows. I, I, it wouldn't make it, it would make it worse. <laughs> you know, like what happened is I put it on uh, the, the front defogger with the air conditioning full blast. And at least to get like a little bit of cold air in my face. It was fine. I have to go to Idaho next week and it's going to be in the fifties. I'm so excited. <laughs> Idaho, Utah. Oh, <laughs> on that note, uh, my, my travel schedule has gotten insane. I started a new job, which is making it a little bit crazier than usual. So uh, from this episode, we're going to go biweekly at least for a little bit, just so we have time to um, make actual episodes. Uh, I don't like scaling back our production schedule, but it's just impossible to record. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Apparently, and we've, got, we've got holidays coming up, Thanksgiving, Christmas. Uh, Pete got a new job. I've been working insane overtime. So... We're all tired, and uh, you're going to get this bi-weekly. Look, if we keep putting them out week after week after week, it's just going to bring us to the demise of this particular show sooner. Yeah. That's And nobody wants that. Not until we spun off our successful podcasting empire with shows about food and the strangers (laughs) with candy and all these other things that we've been working on. Yep. Um, Brand new podcast. Yeah. It'll be good. I'm going to... I mean, I listen. I have a few other things going on right now, and one of my uh, intentions is to turn one of the rooms in this house into a full-time podcasting studio. So it could be like twenty-four-seven pods. We'll it see. Better not involve climbing stairs because I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> it will, <laughs> but this is this will be palatial in here. Trust me. Um, so what we've been meaning to do for a while now because it's been like two months since it came out, right? Yep. Let's talk about Disenchantment. Oh, yeah. Uh, um, that show. Yeah. Who who wants to start? Well. I know you have a lot of opinions and thoughts, so maybe you should, Michelle. Me? Yes. Opinions and thoughts? Yes. Yes. Um, uh, I liked it. <laughs> I'll just start the out end. with that. So it seems like... There were a lot of, I don't want to say mixed reviews, but kind of like, I guess mixed reviews because people, it's one of those things people either really loved it or Mm -hmm. thought it was dumb. And what I kind of noticed just by looking at my friends' opinions on it is that most of the people who I know that are just like hardcore early Simpsons fans Mm -hmm. were like, no, it sucked. But all of my friends who are super into Futurama loved it. Really? So I think it's definitely, I mean, if you don't like fantasy, you're obviously not going to like it. It's it's basically like Futurama, but medieval times. Yeah. 
Well, and and I think we talked about this on one of our regular episodes recently. Like the writing staff on Disenchantment was basically it's the same people that yeah. did Futurama, pretty so, much. So I mean, it would make sense. That the sensibility would be the same, right? Same creators, uh, a couple Simpsons showrunners, a couple Futurama showrunners. Um, there are a lot of references to the Simpsons and Futurama in these episodes, um, like Easter egg type a lot stuff. Of Easter eggs, and that yeah just funny little one-off things you can see in yeah. certain scenes and some things that like I watched the series twice through. Um, in like the first and, week. <laughs> well, yeah, I watched them all within the span of like two days when it first dropped. I watched the first half of episodes after work the day it dropped. And then the second half I think was Saturday. So I just finished it off. Um, stuff that I didn't even catch until things started popping up in my, you know, your, when I open up Chrome on my, yeah. my phone, it says like, here are news stories about things that you're interested in. And it's all <laughs> Futurama cartoon shit, video game shit. And that's about it. No actual <laughs> real news. <laughs> it's but, probably better that way. Cause I get that stuff and it just makes me want to stab my eyes out. Yeah. So I was reading every everything that popped up that was like 12 Easter eggs that you missed in Disenchantment. And I was um, like, yeah, we'll see. And then there actually were some that I didn't even notice. There's some that you have to like pause, like actually like split second pause really? to even notice. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously this is the, the spoiler alert tag for this episode. We're going to be talking about these episodes and I'm going to spoil it for you. So if you don't want it spoiled, um, maybe skip forward. Or don't listen and, to our and, show and, at and, all. No, listen to our show. <laughs> Just don't skip forward like 10 minutes or something. Five minutes. Give me five and then we'll see what happens. Um, sorry if you get spoiled, but that's your own fault. Yeah. So um, there is in one of the very last episodes, um, the demon is, Lucy the demon is using like a crystal ball to, to go through time. And there's like yeah. Fry and Bender like part of the continuum. Yeah, they're in there. Like, it shows yeah. them uh, in the, the crystal ball as he's flashing through. And that was, history. I mean, I, I didn't read anything about it um, because I don't, I just don't. And uh, one of the things that did pop up, like, headlines worth was like, oh, they're in the same universe. Like, is that just fan theory or is that confirmed or uh, is it I just? I think it's fan theory, but I also think it's a very plausible fan theory. Okay. Um, because... Uh, in the episode of Futurama that we did uh, maybe like a month or so ago mm -hmm. when they're traveling through time. Yeah. Uh, you can see that there is a a period of time where there's castles and shit. And yeah. that's, that's like the theory is that in the year 20,000 20, or whatever. Do you think it was going forward or was it as it was looping around back? As it was going forward, like okay. New New York got so destroyed and then built back up. Futurama time. Yeah, so okay. they're saying it's post-Futurama and that's why there's references to like modern day shit in the show. So it's like Battlestar Galactica happened in our past? Yeah, like, like the anachronisms. Okay. The anachronisms mm -hmm. aren't anachronisms. They're callbacks to... Earlier times. Earlier times, which would be our present time, if that makes sense. Which would have been thousands and thousands and thousands of years from now. Mm -hmm. Okay. What do you think? I liked it. I mean, I'm going to wait till it you know, comes back with the second part and see. I mean, because it was serialized, right? And, and like, I did watch yeah, it. You, you, there, the, the episodes are, it is a beginning to end story yeah. during, throughout the season. It's not like 
Simpsons or Futurama where you can just pick one up and, and it's go. cool. Yeah. And you're good. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I did, I did watch it. Some of them I watched twice, but in, in all candor, most of them I watched late at night after having between one and several drinks. So I, I tried to make it where I had enough attention to kind of follow what was going on. And I got the whole story arc and things, but I wasn't paying attention super closely. Um, after watching the first few episodes and being sort of lukewarm on it, your uh, high regard for it, maybe go back and like go through it again. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and overall, like I did enjoy it. Season two comes out. I will watch it. I like some of the characterizations, all of the voice talent. I mm-hmm. love, oh, I yeah, love absolutely. everybody in it. Um, a lot of my favorites. I mean, and like, like Eric Andre is crazy. I don't mm-hmm. know that I'd ever want to meet him in person no. because he's insane, <laughs> but he was great as Lucy. I've always liked Nat Faxon when he's popped up and stuff. Like he just, mm-hmm. he's just one of those character actor guys. It's like, he's always, he's like a, a Steven Root type, I think almost where it's just like, I, he's in it. It's good. It's fine. Mm-hmm. You know, like what, even if it's a shitty thing, he will put in a good performance. Yeah. Um, uh, Noel Fielding was the executioner and he's one of my, my favorite British comedians. Who else? Like great. who are the one-offs um, in there too? Matt uh, Barry. Matt Barry. Uh, I think Rich Fulcher is like two different characters. Um, yeah, there were, there was some good, good voice acting in this. And, uh, as per usual with, uh, Matt Groening shows some really great sign gags, like apothecary, uh, over three different medicines, (laughs) (laughs) uh, cod piece crafters was a shop in the, uh, in the town, uh, Kraken barrel was a restaurant, uh, Fresh dog milk. There was a fresh dog milk cart. Uh, One of my favorites was now entering Enchanted Forest, Beware of Racist Antelope, which, like, later on in the episode, there is a racist antelope. Um, Yeah, the whole whole elfy smurfy thing was fun, where, like, every, you're like, how do you get your elf name? You just take what you are and add no on the end of it. Yeah. (laughs) Like, and just sort of the the overwhelming, like, uh, insanity of the elf kingdom was fun because they were Mm -hmm. just like nuts um but i you know it was it was a lukewarm enjoyment for me i don't i didn't have any polarized feelings about it i mean it wasn't it wasn't like groundbreaking tv i i think um something like a bojack horseman people were immediately drawn to like first season was great and each season since then has gotten better uh i think as television shows start and then kind of hit their groove, that happens to every TV show, yeah. but it's, it's rare that you'd find like a cartoon that first season is like amazing. And I mean, go back and watch the first season of South Park. You're going to hate your life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, re- I remember watching it as it aired. It was great back then. 20. Yeah. But you watch, ago. watch it now and you're like, Oh, this is garbage. I, I like, remember, why did I think this was so I good? remember this people having a terrible. party to watch the spirit of Christmas on that they had downloaded. Oh, it was so, yeah. f- so much fun when Mr. Hanky popped out. And well, it's was- fun to think about for me that like, I'm going to be 30 in one month. I will turn 30. And that oh show, God. that show was out when I was not allowed. I was too young to watch it when it came out. <laughs> like my parents wouldn't let me watch it. I remember being in elementary school and talking to like one of the kids in my class and I think this is probably like third grade. And he was he was watching. He had like a South Park shirt on. And I was like, your parents let you watch South Park? And he was like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, my parents are <laughs> shitty. <laughs> yeah. Duh. 
Yeah, I mean. <laughs> uh, well, uh, so along those lines, this kind of ties up a lot of those points all together. Is something I will definitely not let my daughter watch, at least not for a while. No. Big Mouth. Oh, but yeah. But Big Mouth is, that is a show for adults. fucking that is, hilarious. I did just binge watch all of those last week. I have not seen that yet. Oh, I'm, God, I'm halfway through it. season two and like laughing out loud at least once per episode. Like mm-hmm. it's, it oh, is yeah, horribly at least, filthy. At least once per episode, I was like losing my shit. Horribly sitting in my my house, just like laughing with no one. <laughs> like the the uh, the dance at the spa when uh, yeah. when um, the everybody is beautiful. Yeah, thing, and yeah. then there was the, the 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 oh god, it's just it is. I mean, it's like it's dirty as shit, but it has so much heart. Like it's really really sweet. It's all coming from a very good place, and it really captures a lot of like the the internal conversations and uncertainty of going through puberty and not being able to fucking understand it at all. Mm-hmm. But it's hilarious. It's really, really twisted and dark and sweet and fun and great. Like I, I can't that I I feel so much more positively and like engaged with that than I did about Disenchanted. So which isn't saying Disenchanted was bad. It's just I love Big Mouth. Yeah. And even more so with season two. Like, I think they really kind of ramped it up and, mm-hmm. and it's it's coming along. For sure. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I don't know. We'll, they'll put out some more and we'll talk about them some more. And we'll be back in a couple weeks with a regular episode that we're going to record in like two minutes. Probably. Probably. I'm ready to go to bed. So, you know what? Get out of my house. Yeah. Right. You heard him. <laughs> go. Yeah. Go. <laughs> <laughs> see, uh, see you soon. Bye. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.